Well, hey, welcome everybody. Uh, this is Coach Tony. I'm here with Coach Ian, and today we have Ben per It's Perot. Yes, Peralt. 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 Ben Peralt. This is episode four of the Fit Community Podcast. And uh, hi, Ben. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming on to the Fit Community Project. Thanks, sir. And we want to talk to you today because you run and own a, uh, a, a CSA over in East Hampton and are also an avid CrossFitter at uh, Pioneer Valley CrossFit. That's right. Yeah. Uh, ben, what's, the name, what's the name of your farm again? It's Mountain View Farm. Got it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. All right. Ian, it's a little, you're, you're busy over there trying to keep things running while we're sorry. in the middle of, of Armageddon. Uh, <laughs> no, quite all right. So um, the, the Fit Community Podcast, uh, excuse me, the Fit Community Project um, is, is all about trying to um, partner with organizations outside of the box that also have, a, have a, um, an angle on uh, fitness, wellness, and health. Uh, and it seems that food being one of the most important things to uh, health and wellness, uh, it makes a lot of sense that we would talk to people who are in agriculture more generally and specifically doing the kind of model that, that you're doing. So we're, uh, we're thrilled to have you here. We've got a million questions for you. Uh, but first, I want to say, I just, just a little bit of background. Uh, how long have you been uh, CrossFitting? Uh, CrossFitting since September. Uh-huh. Yeah, last September. Ian, is that correct? Can you confirm? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. You would think he's been doing it for his whole life because he's so strong now. But yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was going to say you came on my my personal radar probably around six months ago, uh, as um, somebody who's dangerously fit and dangerously close to my uh, demographic. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working. I've been working hard not to teach you anything that might result in your uh, passing me, and I've been trying to get the coaches on board with me. And so far, they just keep teaching you things. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the job has been great. It's been such a, a positive thing in my life. It's been really great. Yeah. Great well, yeah, we certainly love having you in the box. Um, so why don't you um, tell us, uh, first of all, what, what is a CSA and, and, how did, uh, and, and how does Mountain View Farm operate? Yeah. So a CSA, it stands for Community Supported Agriculture. And basically, it's a model where we sell a share of our harvest uh, to a couple, individual, or a family. Um, and that entitles them to come to the farm uh, once a week. Um, our season runs from June to the end of October. Um, and so basically, they pay in advance. And, um, and then they come throughout the season and pick up what we have seasonally available uh yeah seasonally available for them and also we do a lot of you pick crops and so people come to the farm they can harvest some crops on their own like um herbs and cherry tomatoes and green beans and then they come into the barn and we have it's like a farmer's market style where um they come in and they're choosing and they select the produce that they that they want and it's we have three different share sizes um and so it's we do it by weight um and yeah yeah we do about 1800 shares uh at mountain view we are very committed to the csa model and it's 99 percent of what we do it's it's all csa um and so yeah 
yeah. all direct marketed right to the consumer. So let, awesome. let yeah, that I mean that you know that um, is a model that strikes me as being uh, on its face very very wholesome, very community oriented, very local. Um, but beyond that, just in 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 you know, can you give us your perspective on on the power of the CSA model and you know why why this model, why you chose it, why you think it works or doesn't work? Yeah. Yeah, well, it takes a community of people who want to be invested um, in how their food is grown. Um, and it's, uh, it's a way of farming that allows the farmer to farm. We're, we're very diverse. We grow over 250 different varieties of 50 different crops. And so we, it's, um, it's a style of agriculture that, on one hand, it, it's really hard to grow that many, that many crops, but it's we feel like it's um the way the crop should be grown um diversity is is essential in a healthy agricultural system um and yeah could i could yeah. i follow could i follow up with that i think it, that's one of the things i didn't know about or think about is the idea of it being um sustainable um I mean, it's, I think there's a sustainability aspect of it for, for, for local farmers financially in the, in the way that it gives you some, probably some income stability. But then there's the environmental side that, that, if I understand it correctly, the CSA model is more environmentally friendly than some, say, more commercially oriented or market oriented models. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And that's because of the diversity. It's because most customers who are interested in a CSA want organic. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like my food with poison. <laughs> so it might not be the right fit for me. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, have you yeah. ever, have you, have you have any experience with CSAs? Um, in the past? Yeah. Not recently. It's not, it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, it usually ends up being something I think of once it's like too late to sign up uh, <laughs> just because of my, my busy schedule. But yes. Um, and it's something uh, my, my wife and I are thinking seriously about this, this season for sure. Yeah. yeah. One um, thing, for, one thing is for sure is that the, the kind of people who tend to CrossFit are the people who, who, who might be more conscious about wanting local and wanting organic and certainly in the Northampton market. So um, once people find out that you're the guy, Ben, you make it a you make it a stampede coming from the Pioneer Valley. Yeah, well, the community response in the last couple of weeks has been um, really surprising to us, and um, it's, mm. there's a very heightened interest in local food right now yeah. um, due to our current situation, which you know is silver lining to this whole whole situation. But mm. yeah, we were we were talking online, and we we wanted to get to that, and and since you brought it up, we could we could kind of get to it now, but. You know, it, Ian, that was sort of the first thing Ian and I were chatting just before you got on about, Ian brought it up, I'm not that quick, um, about what, you know, what the, what the connection is going to be, what the impact is going to be uh, of, of the current pandemic on your kind of local farming. So, yeah, tell us more about that. Yeah, so the initial thing, it sort of throws, you know, throws us into chaos mode kind of thing. Um, trying to figure out how to adapt to the situation. Um, you know, farming is all about assessing risk and, you know, adjust, adjusting accordingly and adapting to, you know, current situations. 
And so um, right now, some of our markets are kind of in question, um, but uh, in general, the, the immediate local um, response from our members that have signed up from the fall are incredibly supportive and people are really, you know, want to connect to their food source right now and they want to know where it's coming from. And, um, and, you know, you don't get any more direct than a CSA. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're implementing, you know, a lot of changes and it's sort of changing day by day what our plan is, um, trying to figure out the best way to, you know, um, address everyone's concerns and to make it safe. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess there's that question of, of, you know, whether, I mean, everybody, you know, you go to the supermarket and you pick up produce and you want to wash it, et cetera, but you don't really know how many hands it's come across. And I suppose, yes. in, I suppose in a time, you know, in a time like this, when, when we're talking about a, a, a pandemic, that is obviously of first concern. And then right behind that is this idea of, you know, this almost feels like a dress, re- dress rehearsal for the apocalypse. And it, and it brings yeah. forward that question of if you, if you get all of your goods and services and your, and especially your food from a distant marketplace, then that creates a real problem and you could get it cut off if the, if the, if the market lines go down. And so there's the obvious first thought is, well, it would be nice to have a more local food source. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. something that's been coming up a lot. Um, you know, just food has been t- talked about a lot from just me talking to other clients. Um, it's a, it's been a really powerful conversation and, you know, not only just food security for people who are obviously going to be financially impacted, but how it's going to have a local impact financially and for the sustainability and the general overall health of a community. And for us, obviously, it's like the Pioneer Valley community, um, not not the CrossFit gym, but just the whole the whole area. And um, I would imagine, I mean, I, I, I imagine that farms are really going to be at the forefront of this, like, this how we're going to get through this potential recession that we're going to hit and that people are really going to want to look locally first um and recognizing it's not just the food but it's the economy and how they're connected yes is that something you're already kind of seeing absolutely yes one yeah really we really are yeah yeah and a lot of the other farmers you know in the area have mobilized and um are trying to meet that demand that is coming out right now. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think about how much I want to keep my money in this area. Right. And, um, and I think that other people are starting to see the importance of that as well. And um, whether it's small businesses and then just our food. And I I hope it leads to even a bigger revolution for that. Um, Oh, Ooh, ooh, you said my favorite word revolution. This is this is the part where I where, where I, I I I here's what I here's what I'm thinking is is you know people don't I mean I've thought a little bit about why local matters and you know one of the reason it matters is we happen to live in in a you know free market capital system where you know much is run by corporations and corporations by definition are designed for shareholder profit and yeah. so when they it's time for them to make decisions their decisions are driven by profit for shareholders. Uh, and it's a model that, you know, I mean, we're the biggest economy in the world and there are a lot of good things to say about it. But on the other hand, um, the CSA model and what you do, Ben, 
you know, and even what Ian does as an owner of a local box, you get to make decisions that are not driven primarily by profit. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And in that sort of, that's where push comes to shove. Uh, it makes a difference whether, you know, why do you want to know where your food came from? Well, if you're, if food is grown in California by, you know, and it's ultimately some conglomerate and a multi-billion dollar conglomerate, they're going to do things to it in order to increase their profits. It's just what's going to happen. And if yeah. you want to live in a different way, then there's, you know, that's part of what drives, you know, this, the, the idea of buying local, living local. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 At least that's yeah. what professor Marx told me when I was studying with him in Germany in the late 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, so Ben Wake, we've been, talking about this project um, before this whole started, uh, the coronavirus stuff started, but um, the timing seems really good for us. I think I mentioned this to you, but um, that we were already thinking about how can we have a bigger impact on our local community um, based off of health, fitness, and just like sustainability um, outside of the gym, right? So what can we do and what does that mean and how can we like right now we're kind of in vision mode i would say where we're trying to figure out what direction we're going in and why we're having these we're having these conversations with people like you to know like to find out who's out there in like-minded places where we're trying to have a positive impact um and we're trying to keep everyone healthy and safe and um but still you know just still and give back but you know also be able to feed our families and things like that. Um, yeah. I think there's something to be said about what you do that I'm really interested in. I don't know exactly what that is yet after this, um, but I would love to be able to mobilize my community that I have an access to right through the gym to be able to provide more good out, out on the other side of all this. Um, yeah. And I think it starts with people like you, um, whether we can support you or we can all come together to do something. And, and again, I don't know if you have ideas or thoughts or what you're already hearing in your farming community about how things are coming together. Yeah. 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 Did were you guys thinking of doing a community garden? Did I hear? We'd like that's, to. That's certainly yeah. one thing we, we'd like to do. And in, in this idea of, and more of, I mean, you know, it may produce some actual food that somebody eats, but you know, the 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 I, the, the symbolism of that 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 we want to that we want to be local, that we want to um, actively uh, connect, you know, our our fitness with our food and our fitness and our food with our community. Um, but we're really interested. I mean, you you said earlier that you know, there's there's been an, an immediate response, um, positive response, and and the desire for. Um, people to, to, to buy local food. Um, has that taken any more, any, any, um, any kind of a firmed up shape or, or, or is it just like us that you're still kind of talking about how we can take this energy and move it in a particular direction? Yeah, we're still in sort of uh, vision mode kind of thing um, mm-hmm. for our, for the coming year in trying to figure out um, what we, what we can do here on farm, whether we can take more shareholders, um, or what, but we're doing all sorts of stuff like, uh, looking into barn expansion, 
um, parkings issues that we have and um, and yeah, production is not uh, is not the sticking point for us mm. as we we produce you know quite a bit of crop in the grow in a, in the season kind of thing and so it's like figuring out the best way to serve that to serve the community whether it's uh, delivery or you know grab and go boxes on the farm or just have a, a an expanded share room where people are picking up to give them more space kind of thing and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So would you envision like maybe a 6,000 square foot gym maybe being a place for people to pick up things? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we have a lot of off hours on the weekends. Um, that's yeah, something that I, would, I think I'd, would be really cool to do. That would, that would be awesome. Yeah. 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 So if you're Absolutely. dealing with those parking yeah. issues, we can help you with that. <laughs> awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah I was fun. definitely, I was, my plan was uh, this summer to, drop off, you know, bins of watermelon or stuff as I'm driving by the gym because we farm about 60 acres literally within a half mile of the gym. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, we'd love to be, if you want to be, you know, partner up with being a pickup spot or anything like that. Um, that's something. Oh, we would love that. Yeah. 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 And, we have, and also, we'd really love that. I know um, making it easier for our members too to get that would also be something that make me feel good. Yeah, Pioneer uh, yeah. Valley, Pioneer Valley, a premium yeah. pickup spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, a food, yeah, excuse me, a food. <laughs> this is not Tinder, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> ben, let's, um, I wanted to, to, to shift and maybe one way to firm up some of this stuff that, you know, there are some probably myths um, or at least uh, perceived challenges to the CSA model. I'm, I'm curious, sort of, you know, you've been in it for, for some time and, and whether they're, you know, real challenges or how you've addressed them. But um, a few of them, you know, one thing that I always hear is, well, the, you know, it costs too much to eat healthy. Yeah. True that, or false? That, false. So <laughs> <laughs> our, um, we, we work a lot around this issue. Um, and it's part of our sort of overall mission as a farm and operation is to try to address this issue. And we, we do that a couple different ways. But um, if you take the price per pound for, uh, you know, our CSA, it comes in about a dollar a pound. Um, and so it's less than what you would be spending at the grocery store for sure. Um, and um, the problem is, you know, the upfront payment, a lot of people, you know, have a problem with, but and we address that by payment plans mm -hmm. and, um, you know, that, 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 that kind of thing. But if you eat the full, if you eat the produce, it's unquestionably, um, uh, you know, way more cost effective to go direct to a oh, farm, you, to a CN. Oh, you, you have to eat it. Ian, write that down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just well, discovered vegetables within the last couple of years. <laughs> yes, the biggest complaint we have is that it's too much food. Mm, that's what I hear all the time, right? <laughs> yes, yes, and that that's why we developed the three sized shares. And so we have a, a small we call a singles couple share, and then we have our regular farm share, and then we have a large farm a large share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, Ben, oh, yeah. that's, that, that was challenge number one. Challenge number two is, what do I do with this produce once I get it? 
Yes. Okay. So we offer um, lots of recipes, lots of ideas for what to do with, the, with it. We do a weekly newsletter um, that goes out once a week to everybody. It has recipes and ideas. Um, and we also give, uh, the, give our members as much choice as possible. And so we don't tell them you have to take one kohlrabi, you have to take, you know, two pounds of carrots. It's, it's what we call the mix and match system. Mm -hmm. And so we do it by a weight allotment, but basically you come in and you get a certain amount of weight and you can pick what you want. If you like carrots, but you don't like beets, you just fill up your bag with more carrots. Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. And related to that, you know, well, yeah, that's, that's all great. Except, you know, my kids won't eat that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, that, I don't, I don't expect you to have the answer to that or, but, but, or for me personally, I mean, for 40 years, I wouldn't eat that. I went years where I would buy, you know, I would buy fresh produce once a week and I would throw it out at the end of that week and I'd buy more. And it took years before I, I could get disciplined myself to not eat the junk that was available and instead eat the, eat, eat the vegetables. Yeah. To that, I say, get your kids on a farm fast and have them eating, eating, the, eating the stuff direct from the field. And when on the earlier side, and they, um, you know, my kids, you know, my kids, they don't eat that great at home, but out on the fields, they eat like, you know, they eat, great, they eat tons of vegetables. And, um, and so, yeah, raw carrots for kids. Carrots from, you know, from the CSA local, they're sweet. They're not like a carrot that you get in a grocery store from mm -hmm. shipped from California. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, you know, working in those kinds of, yeah. That's well, fair. That's a good plug yeah. to like, to, for parents right now when they're at home with their kids, not only is it an amazing time to teach your kids how to cook, um, which is a skill that they can have for the rest of their life, but to give them the right food and that they acquire that taste as well. Right. And, yes. they realize, and they actually enjoy what and know what good food tastes like and then know what to do with it. I read a quote today about like someone was talking. It was like a coach talking to young athletes is that take this time. Like the biggest thing as an athlete, what you could do right now is to learn how to cook because it will have the biggest impact on your performance. And I know that that's not necessarily everything we're about, but it really is the, the, the magic bullet to so many things is your nutrition. Yeah. Right? And, and that skill of cooking goes with that. So yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And knowing where it comes from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you stay a little more connected and present, right? It's a more mm -hmm. of a, a a mindfulness as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I I I tend to be a machine when it comes to 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 how I prepare my meals, and so I'm not sure how mindful I am, but um, <laughs> but I do eat good things and I do eat them regularly, probably too regularly. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay. Then next question, next challenge. What about winter? What do I do in a winter? Winter. So winter, you got to get a little bit more, a little bit more creative, you know, variety gets a little bit tighter, but with proper storage, you know, we're, we've got tons of carrots and potatoes and beets, um, kale. Um, so hearty greens, the more hard, you know, the hardier stuff, but, um, but you know, when with the proper storage, and you, it takes a little bit for people to to get the whole storage thing down. Mm -hmm. But um, once you figure it out, you can really you know stock your fridge mm -hmm. for the for the duration. We do a winter share in addition to our regular summer share, um, and we started. We used to do one big distribution, and 
Um, people would take that home and store it the best they could. Um, but then we started doing monthly distri distributions and we've moved now to a bi-weekly distribution. And so we manage the storage for people. Um, and that seems to work well for people, but you know, it's a lot of the more glamorous vegetables aren't in the mix, like uh, tomatoes or mm -hmm. say, but there's lots of great root vegetables that, you know, that store wonderfully. Yeah. Can you, can you grow, do you, I love Japanese sweet potatoes. Can those be grown around here? Absolutely. Morasakis. We grow, we grow tons of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh man, yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. Right. yeah. I got some for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I got to go. I'm heading over to Ben's. Um, okay. So, um, you, you know, uh, last challenge is what about other foods, which I think you've kind of already mentioned, but I, I mean, other things like obviously, you know, uh, we don't eat just vegetables. Um, right. So uh, what, you know, what's your, what's your um, connection with other types of food that may be offered out there? Yeah. Um, like what's the farm's connection? Well, or, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, people still need to have meat and I don't know, bread or cheese or whatever else they eat. Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is we partner with other local farms that are producing stuff that we don't grow like milk and cheese and meat. Um, and we actually, we have a little store on the, on the farm that we sell all of those kinds of things. Um, though one thing that we don't really address right now is uh, grains, but there is a local, uh, a local grain CSA uh, mm. in, the, in the area that's available. Um, but, but yeah, we, we've worked with a couple of really great farms that, um, and we bring in, uh, lots of lots of meat products and pork and um chicken um yeah so what i'm getting from all of this is the only reason not to belong to a csa and 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 principally eat from it is that you're a dum-dum yes okay. <laughs> that's all right. right okay okay so, I, do, you have, do you have more 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 questions about about the challenges of the csa and how it's run and all those things i think we've hit a, hit a lot of it no, not, not, not necessarily. Um, I just want to know what we can do uh, long term together um, or as a community to support you um, beyond just like buying CSAs, right? Um, if there are other things that we can do and I would love to hear some of your ideas. It doesn't have to be now. And um, yeah. I, I think that I'm pretty, and Tony and I both are really passionate about um, trying to make a difference. Uh, and 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 hold, uphold the value that we're saying with it this project of making our greater community healthier so um yeah yeah, yeah. well i just got to tell you that going to the gym you know has been such a huge uh positive thing in, in my life and you know everyone thinks farmers oh i get a lot of exercise i'm outside all day but it's really you know since i started coming to the gym and got on that routine it's been, uh, it's been, it's been great, really great for me, spiritually and mentally. And, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, so I just want to say thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. You bring such good energy and, um, yeah. And I would imagine that farmers do a lot of repetitive motion and being able to break out of that pattern is really important for you. Yes. Yeah. So much. Yeah. 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 It's, it's been, it's been really great. My going into this spring, my body feels totally different than, than in previous years. And, yeah, that's, that's I, uh, over on uh, No Rep podcast, the sort of sister podcast to this. We had uh, Emma Galanka on uh, recently, and she said the same thing that she, you know, longtime farmer who 
uh, started doing CrossFit. And then the next, you know, her, her first full year on the farm after starting CrossFit, she felt like her body was totally different and much more uh, able to withstand uh, the kinds of things that she needed to do on a daily basis. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the awareness is, is much different for me this year too. just aware of my body mechanics mm-hmm. a lot more. And um, yeah. Mm. So um, we, we did, um, we, we have sort of brainstormed a little bit about um, <laughs> Mike, Mike, <laughs> we're, we're on zoom right now for people who are listening and my cat just walked across the screen and we're all kind of laughing. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, the, the things that I have written down, we could kind of talk about and sort of say, oh, that's, that's maybe something worth thinking about. Um, you know, one, the obvious big one is, 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 is spreading the word about, um, uh, about the model of the CSA and about why local food is good for the environment and health and fitness and wellness and all of those things. Um, and I suppose vice versa, uh, you know, I suppose that, that people who are, interested in farm shares, you know, from, from, from a certain perspective, you're a person who could say to them, you know, you're eating well and that's great, but there are incredible benefits to doing some, um, some working out and CrossFit isn't what you think it is. CrossFit is in fact this. So I think that there's, there's some, yeah, there's some cross pollinating that could happen there. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally into that. Yeah. 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 That would be really cool. I think that, um, I mean, obviously food and fitness go hand in hand. Um, yeah. And I recognize that CrossFit isn't for everybody and nor do I pretend it should be, but um, we, as you know, we, we are more than just a CrossFit gym and um, Absolutely. if nothing else, we want to help people find fitness or understand the, the importance of it. I think right now it's obviously very clear that your health is your biggest asset and the, the most important thing you have. Um, yeah. So besides your family and, but their health is really important. So fitness is yeah. obviously really, really key to that. And then the other side is food. There's really not much yeah. else to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what, you know, yeah. So on, you know, we're, you know, one possibility is that we, you know, going forward is to share a little bit of social media back and forth so that people who are interested in farm shares get a, you know, get exposed a little bit to uh, the kind of fitness that CrossFit can provide and, and people at CrossFit can, can, um, learn a little bit more about, you know, their options for, for buying local and what that, what that can do for them. Um, yeah, we'd certainly do that. Um, when are you going to have, when are you going to have a bunch of us out to do a, a wad out on your farm? Then? Oh, oh, that's, I love that idea. <laughs> I mean, if you, have you got like old tires to flip out there, those big tractor tires? I'm sure. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Anything but, heavy we yeah. can lift for you around? Uh, oh, plenty of plenty of heavy stuff. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you, right. yeah. can do some weeding after. Awesome. <laughs> weeding Show us your mobility. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, you know, Ian, you already hit this idea of CSA drop off at PVCF. Um, I mean, it, I don't. Yeah. I mean, if if you are looking, if that, I don't know, it might be a lot of work to load stuff up, but um. You know, if, if it getting the word into Northampton is easier for you, um, like I said, we're closed from 12, 12 p.m. on on the weekends, um, which could be a really who knows. And but and, converse, yeah. and, and conversely, we could have, you know, to the extent we have enough people interested from from Pioneer Valley CrossFit to, you know, have a 
have a pickup party where we all head out to, to pick up our farm shares. Yeah. 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 Know, after a wad. Yeah. Love that idea. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And, and the yeah. idea, by the way, to, to think about this is, is, you know, if, if this is good and successful, it could scale up. I mean, I'd love it if, if, if it were a natural thing that, that CrossFit boxes were naturally a, uh, partnered up with, with local CSAs. I mean, it's sort of a natural connection. Yeah. 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 What do you guys think about, do you guys know the difference between a box, the box share and, the and like the mix and match style that I was referring to before? So I, yeah, the box is just, it's preloaded, right? It's just preloaded. Yep. Yeah. 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 And so what we're working around right now is trying to figure out a box share that can be customizable mm-hmm. where someone goes in and they say, I, I want this, this, this in my box kind of thing. Cause one of the things that we found is that customer choice is really tied to customer satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And so just, you know, and that's why our happiest customers, one historically has come to the farm and they can actually pick out their own, their own share. Mm. Um, but we're looking for a technological solution that'll help us um, uh, let the box be customizable. So someone would go, they'd go online, you know, Sunday by whatever, nine o'clock, and they actually go through our website and, you know, pick out their box kind of thing. And then that box gets delivered to them, um, either to their door or, you know, to the gym kind of thing. Um, and then the other option is to set up like uh, a farmer's market style for a certain hours that people come through and, you know, some tents kind of thing that people and then it, it still gives them the choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are two different two different models kind of thing. Um, and we, we do the farmer's market style with uh, Bay State Health Systems now. So we drive down to Bay State, it's for their employees, and it's, it, we set it up just like a farmer's market style, and they go through just like our share room here. Um, and so, yeah, two, two, different, two different kind of ways of going about it kind of thing. Do you do that once a week with Bay State? We do, yeah. You go once a week? Wow. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's been since since year one for us. We 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 worked with them. That's wow. great. Yeah. Ben, how yeah. long have you been in business? I think fourteen years. Wow, nice work. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's amazing. We're yeah. gonna get through this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 You yeah. certainly are. Well, I um, you know, I think that there there are some 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 real synergies that we can talk about. Um, you know, I. We talked about the last episode that actually hasn't dropped yet. It's going to drop today, I think. But uh, the idea that um, people who have ideas or or who are interested in um, the Fit Community Project um, can uh, send an email in or or a direct message, uh, the DMs, uh, into um, Pioneer Valley CrossFit uh, or to Ian. Um, but this is sort of a, a throw out there to everyone if they're interested if they have ideas about how the uh csa model or other farm models uh could work um or ideas that that could connect up um crossfit and um csas is there a way they can contact you absolutely yeah um our via our website uh is easy access to our email but yeah our email is info at mountainviewfarmcsa.com okay And it's, yeah. um, and that's your, is your website CSA, what is it? It's uh, www.mountainviewfarmcsa.com. 
Okay. Wow. So everybody out there, if you're interested in the CSA model, want to learn more or want to uh, get your share while the getting's good, uh, we can, you can shoot Ben an email. Uh, and I think that uh, coming out of this, there are going to be uh, additional discussions and hopefully we'll start to see some real, um, some real partnership happening over the weeks and months. Hopefully we'll get through the other side of this. And also, yeah. I, to, I would imagine a shout out that if, if people are taking pre-orders now, that would be very helpful for you in your business. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, if you want to get your pre-order now, you know, help, help a farm out during this time, that would be really great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that, that the idea of, of looking local is a very sober, sober response to a very sober situation. And it really is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Uh, ben, I look forward to seeing you back in the box, and I look forward to getting out to your farm and uh, and doing some fun stuff, maybe picking some veggies for myself. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Ben, we'll Thanks, chat you more. guys. You're welcome, and we'll chat more later, okay? Yeah. Awesome. All right. All Thanks right. for having me, you guys. Yeah, oh, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here, Ben. Awesome. Okay.